right i tell you what we've got a special episode of across the line 1524 we recorded live at crazy dogs uh back on october 24th and we're gonna pick that up right here uh we had a blast so hold on and here we go hey guys it's ruben's birthday say happy birthday to ruben happy Happy birthday birthday, ruben Ruben. thank you now okay all right it's too late i i had your microphone off i thought it was was (laughs) check there you go there you go so good. welcome to Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. And we're recording here at Crazy Dogs. First time we recorded here, we usually record at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. So we've ventured out to have a good time with you guys. You guys ready to have a good time? Yeah, there you go. Wake this place up. I'll tell you what, that was pretty weak. Are you guys ready to have a good time? That's a little better. That's better. We don't know what the heck we're doing, but uh, we'll try it out. So for those that don't know what a podcast is, I'm sure some of you don't, uh, you know, you get guys like us, old, fat, middle-aged guys, we record every Friday night, put it out on the internet, and as of today, we have 10,000 downloads. Awesome. How many countries? Uh, We're 18 countries right now. 18 countries. So, uh, and just so you know, the whole idea started... And this bar right here. That's right. With Ruben said, you know what? We should do a podcast. Do you remember that, Ruben? I do. And we were all drunk enough to. <laughs> and there was, dr- <laughs> there was drinking and food. So, hey, we're in. And it went on from there. Yeah. Here we are. How, so, many, uh, what, how many episodes now? Uh, I'm uploading number 30. Number 30. Tomorrow. So. And uh, to, to, no, we uh, actually started talking about this in February, and it was before the COVID incident. And then we got held off, and uh, and Alan here actually had uh, COVID, and was sick for a while. And uh, you know, with all the other members uh, around Cincinnati or around Brookville area that have been sick, we actually got held off until May. So we didn't record our first podcast until May. So uh, we're thirty in now. Here we are, thirty in at ten thousand downloads. So that's awesome. That's a milestone. So a little bit of what we talk about. We are uh, we call ourselves the Common Man's Podcast. We're pretty laid back. Um, we try to be non-political. Now, all of us have our political feelings, but we don't share them on a podcast because we want everybody to be able to listen to it. So uh, we talk about some of our, the great times we had growing up. Uh, you know, those of you that live around here know about the light over in Oxford. Uh, we talked about that a couple times. We've had special guests on, and some of those guests are actually here tonight. So... Jeff, um, Jeff was trying to reenact the night, the light on a different road tonight, though, trying to get yeah. a new yeah. mixer board since yours didn't work. <laughs> yeah, <Your> technical difficulties. <laughs> but. Yeah, we gotta get the bugs out in the first round, right? Yeah, you gotta get. Yeah, it so is, I don't think Michael's here yet. I haven't seen uh, him. He's on his way back. I heard. Yeah. So. so when Michael gets here from Crazy Dogs, we're gonna have him on, <clears throat> have him talk a little bit. But you know what? We got uh, a good friend of ours standing right next to us. 
Mr. Gage Pace. He's been a guest on our show. You guys know Gage? He is the CEO of Top Sale Hemp. Uh, does his own uh, hemp business here in Franklin County. He grows it. Um, so we're going to have him on, talk a little bit. And after you, you know, when you go home tonight, look us up on on uh, on Apple Podcast. It's Cross the Line 1524 or go to our website or any podcast app. We're on there. Uh, Engage uh, joined us several weeks ago, did a very nice podcast. You'll learn a lot about hemp, the differences between hemp and uh, pot. You know, a lot of people don't know that difference. So, Gage, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's great Talking to be here. Talking to that microphone. Yeah. Great to be here. So how is the hemp business going? We are. We're, we're going great right now. Um, we're in the harvest season right now. So um, it's a little later than I thought it was going to be. But luckily, Indiana and the USDA gave us a little bit of a break. At first, our absolute harvest date was going to be October 31st. Um, that meant we had to get all of our, our plants out of the greenhouse. Um, luckily, they extended that date. So some of my plants that were a little less mature get to mature themselves completely now, which is awesome. So I'm set up to be completely done with harvest by November 6th. Um, and it's been going smoothly. Um, we've basically been harvesting in um, kind of intermittent. We do like 10 plants at a time, take them to our drying and f- curing p- facility, um, and then move forward there. So Good deal. Good well, deal. Wh- one question. When, why do they tell you when you can harvest? Why, what's the – is there a reason or is – I mean, you don't you don't harvest corn by a certain date. You do it when it's ready. So, is there a reason they make you do that, or I don't know the reason. The only thing I could say is maybe oversight, uh, just to make sure that everyone's stuff is out. But yeah, that's really a great question for the USDA. Or because a politician was involved and they didn't know yeah. anything about it, so we'll just put a date on it. Because yep. the tobacco <laughs> industry's involved. Yeah, yeah, right. I would say. Yeah. So. Um, Things have been going good sales-wise. Yeah, yeah. So the cool thing is, is now that I have my own grown product, um, I'm able to actually sell that to people. So it's been really exciting. It's a lot. It's very fun um, and cool to be able to go out there with something that I actually grew, that I'm proud of, um, and put it out to people. Um, And so far, the response has been great. A lot of people, unfortunately, here in Indiana, you cannot buy my smokable flour um since last time i was on the show actually it changed last time it was, i brought a I brought a joint with me you know um, what and i got one still so i got oh, oh. i got some contraband <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a speakeasy secret, so it's, secret location you know, it's okay there um but yeah so it's, it got banned again on august 13th um which sucked um but luckily for me i uh top so hemp also operates in ohio we have an llc in ohio too so i was able to bring all of my dried stuff over to the facility we have over there um, and kind of operate out of there. So yeah, here in Indiana, can't sell it here, but all the customers that we've had in Ohio so far, many multiple repeat customers and things are going well and I'm helping a lot of people get sleep um, and I'm helping a lot of people with their their body pain and yeah, so it's been awesome. So so you also uh, have CBD oil products, right? Yeah. Which are legal in those, Indiana, Yeah, correct? those didn't get banned. Luckily, those are still legal and, here, and, so. and people can find those where? Uh, you can go to my website to find those, uh, topsellhemp.com. I have them on there. And then I also sell them at different uh, marketplaces around uh, the Cincinnati area. I go to the sale barn, the white sale barn on Wednesdays. Um, and then I go to Trader's World on Saturdays. So I was actually there today. Um, and you can pick those up there. Or you can just reach me. Uh, 
My name's Gage Pace, and my number is 765-309-8854. Reach out to me, and I'll come... <laughs> Meet you somewhere. I don't. So, know. so do you gotta do you when somebody orders it? Do you have to look at the address and if it's say it's an Indiana address, can you can't ship there then? With the flour, yes. With the CBD oil, uh, I can ship to anywhere. It's, okay. it's legal in all the states. So you just have to watch what state somebody orders from and make sure that's legal in that state. Yep. It's exactly. your it's your responsibility. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we have it set up on our website. I believe that if you live in that state, it flags you like you can't buy from oh, okay. from us here. So so you Indiana people. Make Make sure you get a buddy from Ohio to get it first. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to mention, uh, you got to recently see some of your new uh, ads. Looking at yeah. Nice job. Right. Thank you did a you. very yeah. good job uh, on those ads. They're catching, they're informative, and entertaining. So Thank good you. job on that. Uh, I know you worked hard on those. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Good deal. Well, for Gage, it's great to see him, isn't it? I don't know. It looks like his cup's empty in glass. It looks like he needs another drink. For, well, right. for for people who don't know, Gage is an IU grad, so you know Gage's, that's all good. And uh, I'm looking up here at the screen, and IU is tied up with Penn State right now in overtime. They always make it tough on the fans, but hopefully we come out on top this time. <laughs> nice to see him beat Penn State. So oh, it yeah. would be definitely. All right, so we're we're gonna take a, a little break here to fill our glass up play a little music a little cross the line stuff here there you go i'm alan stanger with Dwayne bischoff jeff montag ruben hunt and our special guest gage pace and we'll be right back right you knew that music didn't you Ruben yeah yeah sure did you know, that's our odds and ends and bits and pieces so I thought it was. every 10 podcasts uh, we sit down and recap them so um, we're uploading the 10th one this weekend so I figured good time to recap it's a good time and let's everybody local we'll learn what we've done so let's do it so some of these we're gonna have the guests on here so the last two that we've done we did with the well first of all we need to get a shout out to a special table here table 12 are you back there Table 12. <laughs> all right so that group is with at with us every week at the rust and nail speakeasy so they're our uh, live audience so it's uh we have a good time with them so our last two podcasts have been with the get spooky society so we're going to have them up here in a little bit but Guys, what'd you think of the, the Get Spooky Society and the investigations? And Dwayne and I went on another one last weekend, so uh, so that was uh, it was interesting. I didn't go on the, any of the investigations, but certainly the conversation is very interesting stuff. Especially especially when Dwayne adds in his experiences his along the way. Well, I went. I mean, I went into it believing but not believing but going into it trying to prove it wrong you know thinking the whole time okay i'm gonna figure this out how's this doing and i'm gonna figure it out and everything i tried to figure out i couldn't figure out i mean there's no i mean the first thing is everybody said oh the flashlights are rigged you know there's just that no they're not i took them apart it's a mag light flashlight there's nothing special to it it's right. just a plain old mag light um the one we did in allen's cellar the, the rusted nail speakeasy. The rusted, yeah, the rusted nail speakeasy seller. I'm sorry. Uh, there was no, there was no way to 
fake what was happening in there. The things that were going on, lights going off and on, and uh, the one thing picking up the images. I mean, it was just no way to to make it happen other than something unexplainable. So. Right. So for those that don't know, the Get Spooky Society is based in Franklin County, and they're a paranormal investigation team. So uh, they've done several other investigations around here. They did the little Cedar Baptist Church, um, and they were in Metamore doing stuff. They did stuff in Laurel last weekend at the Masonic Lodge. That was um, pretty cool. That's some cool stuff going on. So I know Reuben, Reuben might be a little freaked out. Well, I have to be honest with you. Uh, I am. Uh, I didn't believe any of it. Not that I don't want to say I don't believe any, but I'm very skeptical. But I can tell you, after watching what happened, uh, I think everybody should take the time and watch it. And um, I watched the Laurel. I have not watched the Speakeasy one, but I watched the Laurel Hotel. And um, you, you might not sit in your spot. Yeah, after. You, you, That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> well, actually, I think somebody's sitting there right now. Probably. Yeah, you're probably right. Char um, or ben, is. ben is. I can tell you. I think you should watch it, if nothing else, for the entertainment purposes alone. But uh, I think it'd be good. If we're going to speak to those uh, ladies again. Yeah, tonight. we're going to have them up here in a little and, bit. Uh, I was. I, I have to tell you, I was intrigued. Um, I think my wife was more than she wanted to be. And uh, <laughs> I, I think I'm ready to see some more. I've been waiting to see the Speakeasy video. Um, yeah, so Stephanie that, asked me if I had to. Uh, not yet. But the, I want the, to. the one in the speakeasy drops this weekend. So yeah, uh, and and we'll have them back on the show no, after everybody's had a chance to look at all those. But I mean, it's uh, I, I will say the first night that they were at the house, that Dwayne and I were the pessimists. You know, we were trying to debunk everything, and it didn't take us long to figure out there wasn't a whole lot to debunk. No, you know, it's. Um, standing, standing in the hallway of Alan's bedroom, and she said, "You're in the doorway. You got to get out of the way because the spirits don't like when you're at the door." So I'm like, "Okay, whatever." So I moved to the side to to get out of the doorway. It couldn't have been ten seconds later. It felt like somebody blew cold air on my arm, and right when that happened, or at, right after that happened, the light started happening in the. <laughs> and see, I don't. I ha- I, and I was honest, right? I said, I don't think I'm ready to do that, right? <laughs> it uh, was so cool, though. I <laughs> think it is. I think after I've woken up, but I, I uh, had this thing about waking up spirits, I guess. Not waking them up, though. They're, they're, they're there. there. Yeah. They're, they're already woke, turning the lights off and on. This so is my away. view, guys. No, I think I thought it was uh, it was definitely great listening. And the medium that was with us, I, I found her very interesting. So and, she's going to be on. I saw her walk yeah, in. So nice. we're gonna- she gave me a hug around the corner yeah. back here. And, and uh, it's interesting. Uh, I, I, I actually have something I want her to check out. So, and uh, no, I'm not talking about it at all. So it's something down the road we'll talk about maybe in a later podcast. Good deal. Good deal. So uh, before that, we had James McQuiston on. So for those that don't know, we're huge friends, fans of the show, The Curse of Oak Island. Uh, in fact, all but one of us has been to Oak Island. Yeah. And we would all been there this year again, except for COVID-19. So... Nobody got to go to Oak Island, period. So James McQuiston is an author who's been on the show several times. The, <coughs> excuse me, The Curse of Oak Island, and written five, I think he's up to eight books now. He's written some more. But we had him on talking about four of his books on The Curse of Oak Island. Um, and that was very interesting. So what do you guys think? About, what do you think about him? Yeah, I, in this group of uh, our bits and pieces, the, uh, the interviews with him were were my favorite, without a doubt. So, I mean, I think uh, very interesting guy, 
his books. I've read a couple of his books, and uh, you know, it's just kind of interesting because he kind of fell into Oak Island, really tracking down his family history from Scotland, right? And um, and it's just real intriguing stuff. So I did just finish his fifth book, which is the novel, um, and it just kind of lays out his whole theory about. Uh, you know how these uh, treasures were hidden on Oak Island. Right, so, right. It's good stuff. So before we had him on, we did our best and worst road trips. <laughs> and you know what? We're going to stop for a moment. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, we have we we have a chair right there for you, Michael. Sit down. Come on. Come sit on, down. You're ready. No, no, no. Would everybody like to talk to Michael Rose, the owner of yes, Crazy yes. Dogs? Come on, Michael. Come on up. <laughs> Don't be bashful. Don't be bashful. Hey, Look at us. We'll, we're on here. Hey, Mike, we'll even buy you a drink, man. <laughs> we'll get him on here in a little bit. He needs a couple cocktails. He's a little shy. I don't know if you yeah. know, but they make good cocktails here at this bar. Good deal. Good deal. So, first of all, we'd like to thank Michael for having us in here tonight. You know, good fun talking about that. Uh, and these were road trips. Not that we've all taken together, but separate road trips that we've done. So, And we've had road trips all over the place. Some were good. Some were bad. Yeah, my daughter and son-in-law are here. They were, they were involved in, our, in our, my worst road trip. So it's a good, good fond memory for them, too. Yeah. So, so talk about that a little bit for folks that haven't heard it. Oh, my gosh. That was where we rented a – we were going racing in St. Louis – uh, my son-in-law was running a modified, so we were going to make try to make a make the race in the dome. So we thought, well, we'll rent the house. We've got our grandson, and then the you know, family's all going. We'll have food to cook. We rent this nice house, supposed to be a gated community. Yeah, we get there, we're not allowed in the gate. The door's been kicked in. We barely got in the door. We open the front door. There's a needle laying on the floor, and that's just the beginning of the interesting road trip that was our rental house in St. Louis. Um, we made fun of Alan's wiring in, in the speakeasy. Well, in the upstairs, there was a light ha hanging from the wire. So it was, you know, it, it was a very uh, interesting place to uh, try to stay. And needless to say, we didn't stay there. We left and right. got a hotel where we were at least safe. Hey, just so you know, Indiana just scored. Indiana just scored. Yep. In overtime against Penn State. Wow. That's big. Oh, come on. Wow. He touched the pylon. That's wow. all you got to do. Hey, Gage, cross your fingers over there, buddy. Uh, he touched it. He Ooh, touched it. That's going to be close. Yeah. It's got to be undisputable, though, the other way to turn it around. So That's it. That's it. So I, I, they can punch it in for two. Oh, it's over. He touched the ground. Short. Yeah, I they're going to call it back. An inch. <laughs> Was that third or fourth down there? I don't know. So back to the, the road anyway. trips. So that was your worst road trip for sure. Oh, that was definitely the worst, yes. So, Jeff, what was your best and worst? I can't remember. Well, I remember well, your worst. Well, I, I don't know if I had a best because I've had a lot of really, really good ones. I've been really blessed in being able to travel around a little bit and do some road tripping sometimes with – people here and sometimes not but uh i would say my roughest one was my senior year trip down to fort lauderdale <laughs> Great so story. that was uh it took me 24 hours to get to valdosta georgia i'll put it to you that way and uh 
you know, one trip through the median, and uh, it was just uh, kind of an interesting uh, whole ordeal. The yeah. fun times, huh? The, yeah. the things we look back on and like, how in the hell did we ever survive? That's right. Right. Ruben, how about you? Uh, I'm going to have to say, uh, we'll talk on the good ones. I won't say the best one, but I'll say a good one. Uh, last year, uh, we went to Nova Scotia. Three of us couples went to Nova Scotia and toured Oak Island. Uh, Margie and I drove. We drove uh, 4,300 miles up to Nova Scotia, back through Boston, down the East Coast, and uh, obviously got to spend some great time with these guys, um, eating some fresh local seafood, um, touring the island. And if you've never been to Nova Scotia, I would strongly encourage you to visit sometime. Um, after COVID. After COVID, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Peggy's Cove, um, Mohammed Mo- 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 Bay. Mo- Bay. Uh, beautiful. If you want to drive it, it is absolutely a beautiful drive. Uh, Get your passport. Yeah. yeah. How long? How long? A, how long a driving trip is that? You can, if you leave from here to Nova Scotia, you can do it in about twenty-eight hours. Uh, of course, we obviously we broke broke it up. Uh, we took a three-day up for four days there, and then f- we took five days back uh, because Margie and I come down, went through Bar Harbor, and then on down the coast into Boston and Cape Boston. Cod. Boston. I, I, yeah, Boston. Yeah, you say it right. Uh, I think it was probably one of my best trips. I loved it. Uh, one was her and I together for a big part of the trip, and then another large part of the trip was with, with this group. And uh, we had a lot of exciting things happening, including a guy breaking into the upstairs apartment at the rental we had at, at night, and I got him through the door with a butter knife and – no, it was interesting stuff, but it was a beautiful place. Yeah, I could tell my version of <laughs> earlier that day with that guy, but it's X-rated. So. <laughs> the things nope. that happen when you don't know somebody's above you, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It could have been bad. It and at 100 degrees in an upstairs apartment. So. <laughs> Indiana. Indiana. It was in. Indiana. Hey, you got to celebrate first one in nine years. Overtime. Fantastic. <laughs> so before that, we did two podcasts on... Uh, one of our favorite subjects, honey. So it was all about the honey. So uh, for those that don't know, we've got a couple honey producers here. And uh, so I'll let them do the talking about the honey. Well, I mean, uh, as I as I always indicate, you can never have a five-minute conversation about honey. And, and if we <laughs> want to start now, we can go for hours. But... Um, you know, so yeah, it was an enjoyable. It was an enjoyable uh, discussion, and uh, and you know, there's just a lot, lot to know and a lot to learn. So, in fact, you've got some door prizes, I believe. I do, I do. So, I've got a, I, the, we were going to pass out tickets, but I got a better way to do door prizes. Okay. So the first person that can tell us, the first person that's not that uh. doesn't go to the Rustin Nail Speaky. What our theme song is gets a bottle of honey. Oh, so think about that. Gotta Everybody has right. a phone, so yeah, right, I like it. Yeah. So before that, we had a shocking experience. <laughs> so you know they made fun of me and my electrical, but it was all good. It was all good. And then we were fortunate enough to have Deidre and Dustin White on. They were featured on the show Expedition Unknown. Uh, talking about the secret, yes. the, the treasure that was hidden by Byron Price. Uh, so that was great. Uh, it was great meeting them. Uh, previously, they had did, did a show with us on Oak Island. 
Uh, they have secret, and then Ruben got got the blood, and actually, there, there's a tribute to the secret down in uh, Louisville. Yeah, he went looking for that before the riots. Yes, um, I uh, I've actually identified everything on the actual map except for the actual dig spot. Um, at least from what I understand, I did. Um, I did the full park down there uh, in Louisville, and. Uh, all but the last section is where to identify the dig spot, and I haven't been able to go back. It's a very, uh, it's the park where it's located in Louisville is close to downtown, and it's a very dangerous part of town right now. Um, so I'm going to try to go back here if things settle down after the, this wonderful election and stuff. So, um, but I, my goal is to find that treasure. Uh, that treasure holds a two thousand dollar jewel. And of course, the bragging rights of it, and it was done as a tribute to the uh, to the book, The Secret. But uh, inter- very interesting, and I enjoyed doing that. It was uh, yeah, and I, I think I think for people that didn't hear the the podcast yeah. about those treasure hunts, is there's treasure hunts going on all over the country where people are. Yeah, you know, there was one here a while back where somebody found right. a treasure in the Rocky Mountains that a guy that was worth quite a bit of money right and uh, right. it's pretty interesting how it's it's starting to become somewhat of a fad now in cities yeah. they're doing and it's to get people into the city and stuff right. now and, right. and uh it's i think it's it's a great thing to do and i was thinking that maybe possibly across the line could do something like that and maybe we could hide a treasure someday and well and and, uh, and, and yeah. I, I think the thing is 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 most of the hunt is is online it's from yeah. your house right. and trying to yep. figure out and armchair then, and yes. then you outside of that final you know kind of getting right down to the nitty-gritty that's right that's what where you're working all the clues from and you know what i bet we could get some of those ultra valuable chad allen cds <laughs> yeah we could if, if we could yeah. find him With again dairy cottage well we, we'd have to run him down and maybe get it autographed That's and, and hide one of those somewhere yeah yeah you never know i mean it i do know that some of those exist they do oh, they do. do yeah it's funny See, we don't have one <laughs> yeah not all the songs are as good as that one. So. Christmas is just around That's the corner. That's right. They're stocking stuffers. You know what? They're CDs, so they also, if you don't like them, they work great as drink coasters. Speaking of drinks, so uh, we're going to take a short break. We're going to play a few tunes here. You can listen to the music and decide who our next guest is going to be. The music will give it away. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt. And you've been listening to Cross the Line, 1524. So welcome back to Cross the Line, 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. <laughs> I got to do that again. You guys aren't very. Let's Ruben's, do it again. Do it Ruben's again. still getting his drink. So this is Cross the Line 1524 with. Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. There we go. <laughs> and I just want to know. I want to know what the heck that is Ruben's drinking. That right there, my friends. What's, hey, what's her name? What tequila is Sunrise. What is that funky looking? Laura, Laura makes the best tequila sunrise. Looks like a foo-foo drink. It does. Yeah. You know, he's getting old. And he's, hey, listen, yeah. i got to slow he's down. You're older today now. Well, we'll grab a ball and throw the cap off if you want. So, you heard a little ghost-busting music there. You know what that means? Oops, getting spooky. 
I wonder who's sitting right beside Could be Benjamin. Could be next to you right you know, now. If, if I think back to my high school days, the sweet Judy Schreiner would probably be standing here with her husband Jim. That's who yeah. used to own the shack yeah, here in town, yeah. and maybe that's them. We never know. Yeah, maybe. So I'm guessing that Ghostbusters crew can't hear. Is they're back in the corner. No, they're in the corner. So we're gonna have a couple of the folks from the Get Spooky Society talk a little bit. Yeah, he's old now. He's an old guy. Hi, Stephanie. It's good to see you again. Hi. Good seeing you. So it's a, uh, these microphones you got to actually get right next right to. Right next to it. Hey, don't worry. We sanitized it. <laughs> you better. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. We so, had a little hemp on it before that, so yeah, that's good. Yeah. There's a little hemp, a little, a little sanitizer. <laughs> you get high, and it's all good. Awesome. So Stephanie is with the Get Spooky Society. They're a paranormal investigation crew from Franklin County. So anybody want to see any ghosts? Yes. Woo! All right. So tell us a little bit about Get Spooky. Well, uh, we are, I think, a team of four. And it's myself and Tina who is here having a meeting on a big investigation we have coming up on Monday. And Ashley and so, Dale. So tell us where you're going. Oh, well, we're going to Randolph County Asylum and Infirmary for oh, an wow. all-nighter. Oh, wow. All-nighter? All-nighter. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben would be wide awake. <laughs> no, Ruben would be high-tailing. The only thing you see is Ruben's ass. He'd be, the door. I'm gone. He'd, be, he'd be hiding under the sheet in the back seat. <laughs> you mean they didn't tell you that was your birthday present? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'm in. It was a, it was a surprise. <laughs> but no, it's one of in the top ten of haunted places in the U.S. Wow! So, oh, okay. wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, it is. I think. How do you pre? How do you prepare for that? Tomorrow, I'll spend a lot of time outside, and Monday, outside, just grounding and meditating. And we have lots of crystals that have been sitting out in the okay. windowsill and stuff. And we're having a meeting with the people that actually rented it for the night or booked it. Wow. So we're going to, I mean, they didn't have us before, and they're glad now after our event last weekend that they met us because they were going in there without any protection of or anything. Wow. Well, so they were going in just to see what happened or... Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's a big leap for them then to have from nothing to yeah. all the toys. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They have they had like some dowsing rods and a couple of the meters, and that was it. And they were like, uh, we have two extra spots. You guys want to come? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spend a night? No. Uh, come on, oh, Ruben. You know what? How about this? How about we do across the line overnighter in the cellar of the Rusty yes. Nail Speakeasy? I want to yes. put some bunks up I'll in there. I'll put some bunks in there. Come, Come on, on, Ruben. I'll yeah. do it. All right, I'll, I'll do in. it. I'm in. We got it. Better take the lid off that bottle. It? I'm in. Uh, we got everybody. <laughs> Jeff's in? Jeff's he in. He's in. I'm in. Ruben so, has to do it if Jeff's in. All right. I'm, that's the whole reason I'm going is because he said he's going because I want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, we're, t- we're filming it. <laughs> so we're talking about the cellar in a rust nail speakeasy, which had some paranormal activity in it a couple weeks ago which will be on your YouTube channel tomorrow? Tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning. 9 a.m. EST. So go to Get Spooky Society on YouTube. You can see there's two previous videos of the house that's attached to the speakeasy and then the activity that happened in the cellar. It's an old stone cellar. The house is pre-Civil War uh, and the cellar maybe before that for all we know. But there were some uh, folks that wanted to talk to 
I wasn't there, but Dwayne was there, and you guys were there, and Ben was talking. Ben to us. was talking to Ben. Yes. Yeah, Ben wasn't happy we were leaving. We got a lot of talking with Ben to do. Yeah. So uh, that might be why the lights were pulsing over us the other yes. night. I think so, he's still mad. So the next weekend we did a podcast. Yeah. And I, I need to listen to that podcast to see if we were talking about that at the time. I can't remember. I don't either. But the lights on Dwayne and I Above went us. down and came back up. They did. I mean, yeah. to where you thought the power went out in the building, but it was just the and two just lights those two above lights us. behind us. Wow. Yeah. I actually we, witnessed that. It's know. either that or Alan's wiring. We... we nah. We don't know, but it is subject to questions. <laughs> yeah, I think we already kind of talked about Alan's wiring might be suspect. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> I wanted to bring up also the people here. Stephanie is local. I'm uh, local. Stephanie's from Franklin County, graduated from Brookville High School. Yes, I did. And, Last uh, graduating here, class. So you got looking around the corner going, who is that? <laughs> you probably know the people around the corner there. Yeah, Gary and Rhonda Kerr around the corner. Yep. And I want to say hi to those guys. But I wanted to bring it up that she is local. Uh, we went to school together. Um, and she knows a lot of people locally. It's actually here in uh, Crazy Dogs tonight. So. That's right. Yeah. So speaking of that, you know, the name of our podcast is Cross the Line 1524. So for those of you who don't know, <clears throat> Dwayne and I grew up on the good side. On the good side of the line, we grew up in Dearborn County. So b- back in the day, right now, back in the day, 15 on your license plate is how your license plate started. <laughs> These guys grew up in Franklin County. They were 24, so... The really good side. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and soon as uh, soon as Dwayne and Dodie get over here, well, everybody will be on the good you side. You know what's funny, though? 15, they were at 15, we were at 24. We all still por- partied on County Line Road. <laughs> Essentially. We're all there, so... <laughs> St. Leon Legion. Yeah, it's a good time. Oh, my. You remember those, too, huh? Oh, my. How about some <laughs> wedding receptions and teen oh dances at the Legion? Oh man. The wedding reception where the... Um, yes. In the trough. Hog and trough. You're downstairs, and they're in the hog Rocky trough. Rocky Top. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. if you never experienced Rocky Top at the St. Leon Legion... Downstairs? Downstairs, you don't know what you're missing. Yeah, you this is about yeah. yeah, yeah, you have not lived it's, if you haven't done that. It's an experience. I mean, that's a haunted experience in itself. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky. You're wondering if the building's going to come down on you. <laughs> yeah. So, how many people's first drunk happened at the Legion? Hey, that's a question for everybody here at Crazy Dogs. Who? <laughs> what? Had their first drunk at the Saint Leon Legion? They're afraid. Of, well, <laughs> I don't. I don't remember my first drunk, so I don't know where it was. Can't remember. Statue of limitations is over, so you can say it. Oh, goodness. seen a few guys run from the police there. Yeah, that's, that's happened. That that woods was handy. Yes. So, tell us about a couple of the other investigations you've done. So, um, we are getting ready to do an all-nighter at, and I'm not going to say, but it's local. I'm 52, and um, that was one of our first really good investigations and we're doing an all-nighter there on Halloween night so you'll have to wait for that to come out but um, we just did the Masonic Lodge in Laurel for the second time last weekend so that one I just finished part one of the editing and it was amazing for anybody that doesn't understand we aren't doing this to scare people we're doing this to help spirits and we essentially helped a four-year-old little boy pass over to his mom and dad and it was i'm getting chills right now mommy and daddy he couldn't find them wow that was it i mean we were in the Dodie and i were in there when it got started yeah and identified that it was a little boy because 
Dodi or I can't remember who was talking to uh, before. Me and Ashley. Ashley was talking, yeah. and, and she said your parents, and and we weren't getting any yeah. response. And Dodi goes, ask them about your mommy and daddy because she has a four year old. Yeah. And as soon as Dodi said mommy, the yep. flashlight lit up. Yeah. And it was like, wow, that was yeah. Cool. So I threw EVP thing, and so yes. it, it 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 brought up every thing that the EVP said. So mother and father came up in that yes. conversation as well. Yes. Wow. I sent you all that. Yes. So, you know, we couldn't understand all those words because yep. it happened. But when you go back and look at them, it's pretty freaky. They yeah. were pretty dead on. And wa- water water was in there. I yeah. mean, there was... Frightened. Fr- yeah. It was... Yeah. And the little boy drowned. So the, yes. The story was that the little boy identified that he had drowned and his father had drowned. And they couldn't pass over because the little boy was afraid that his mommy was still mad at him. Yeah, so because the dad was trying to save him and drowned, drowned while trying to save him. Drowned with him, saving the boy. Wow. I so, went, yeah, I'm getting my arm hair stand it? up now. Yeah. But wow. the, we left then, and Tina went in because she can contact better than we could. So we went upstairs, and we were talking to Charlie, but she went in then and finished it and helped him pass over. And, yeah. Um, who was in there? Um, Tony. Tony was in there, and he said, and we were talking to him after, and he's like, man, before that, the light was just off on with every question, just like you know, just like a clock where like somebody was flipping a switch. He said, after Tina came out and said, he's passed over, you know, everything is good now, he said, you couldn't get that light to turn on for nothing. It was done. He said, yeah. the whole place, all the activity was gone. Right. And they were at rest. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they were at rest. Yeah. Were, wow. That, that yeah. soul was, those it two was pretty, souls were... You know, I, I had to, my back just gave me fits, so I went downstairs. And then I had a conversation with somebody that was inside the, I won't go into that, but there's there's more spirits than that there. So. Maybe you're a transient now. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Wouldn't so, surprise me. Do we want, will Tina come up here and talk a little she bit? She will. Well, we're going to play a little music here and get Tina up here. There's a show on Netflix called Stranger oh, Things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I recognize it. They're recording yeah. season four right now. So yeah. Great show. That is a cool show. Yeah. I turned you on you to did. that. You did. Jeff turned me on to that. You yes. lost a lot of sleep at first. Actually, actually, you know what? I think you turned me on to it, too. Is that right? You and Robin. So. Great show. Great show. So we have with us from the Get Spooky Society, Tina West. Hello, Hi. Tina. Hello. How are you? Don't be afraid of speaking in that microphone. Can I be close? A little closer. There you yeah, go. There we go. It's been so. Before we talk to Tina, I don't want to get my butt whipped, so I need to tell everybody that we've got merchandise. Cross the line merchandise over in the corner by the jukebox. First time available. First time available. We've got t-shirts, sweatshirts, and koozies. So, uh, and they're very reasonably priced. So, grab. You know, go over and see Michelle. She's over there, and uh, she'll Chris, take care of you. She's over Christmas there modeling, is, modeling one of the T-shirts. That's right. So. Christmas is right around the corner. Perfect stocking stuffer. So there you go. So Tina, tell us what you do for the Get Spooky Society. Well, I am a psychic medium with the Get Spooky Society. So that means I can see, feel, hear, and sometimes smell the scent of a spirit. So we need to stop there. 
So the last time she told us the smell part, we got a little freaked out, didn't we? Yes, I definitely did. Because she said she could smell dead people. Our mind went the wrong place. So tell us when you say smell, what you mean? Oh, if someone smokes cigars or heavy perfume or something of that nature, sometimes I can pick that up. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, that was one of the things you picked up from from the speakeasy was the smell of fire. Yes. And then later kind of figured out through some research that there was possibly a fire at that property somewhere. Somewhere on that property. In history, yeah. Yes, exactly. So that that led me to pondering. Ponder, yeah. So the, the property they're talking about, I actually own. It was purchased in the... Um, 1916. Uh, well, by your family. By my family. By your family. It, the house was built pre-Civil War. We actually have the original land grant, um, and it passed through several families. And Tina was able to do a little research and finds that there's a couple things that happened. One, one of them was Benjamin. Ben. Yes. He don't like downstairs. Benjamin. He doesn't like Benjamin. Uh, she, she was able to do some history and piece some things together before my family purchased the property. Uh, there's a, there is a spirit there from my family. My great-grandfather passed away there, so he is there in his rocking chair most of the time. Right. So yep. t- tell us some other, you know, what you do is very, what's the word I want to use, intriguing. Intriguing, yeah. interesting, Unique. spooky. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's not that spooky for me. I've done this my whole life, so to see a spirit is nothing unusual um, for me. We have some really exciting investigations coming up. Um, Monday night, we're doing the Randolph County Asylum, which I think you've heard about. We have, yes. Yes, we're so excited about that. That place is in the top ten spookiest, most haunted places in America. Well, you know, tonight we're here at Crazy Dogs, which is the form of the old shack here. It's a very historical place. Been there for many, many years. Look behind me, it's the actual log cabin building. Maybe sometime you could do something here, the own, you know, with the owner and, and see yes, what's going on. Yes, I'd be here. very, very interested in doing this place. So, as a question, do you feel anything here today? Well, here's the thing: I cannot. Besides, a hundred people is in here. That. <laughs> a bit confusing, right? Well, exactly. If I would turn on my abilities when I'm in a crowded room such as this, I would get right. every single person in here's right issues. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I have to tell you, um, and, I wanna, and yours alone, Ruben, would probably kill us. Right, so. Exactly. Well, it, it would be a little much. I want that. I want. I want to tell you that after meeting you the last time and, and us talking, I found what we talked about very intriguing. Good. Uh, but I've earned a, a different re- level of respect for the whole tray after talking to you. So good, good. it was a very pleasant conversation about it quite often, but. I just, you left what well, well, a positive imprinting, if you want, and I thought it was really cool what you came and talked about. And then I saw, watched a couple of the videos of, of what you were doing, the Laurel Hotel and stuff. Yeah. And uh, so um, you sort of had me bought. So good. And, you know, I'm a skeptic. So I know. Keep that, watching. That's okay. I did. Keep you, watching. Yeah. You'll well, see. Well, I don't know if you heard, we were, when, right when we were ending, uh, we were started talking about the four year old boy from the. Um, yes. Masonic, Masonic Lodge, yeah, and we were tell, talking about what 
you did at the end. So I don't know. Can yes. you, from your perspective, what what did you do or what did you feel at the end? We know the story, but we don't know your story. Right. So that little boy needed to find his mom and dad, and he needed to cross over to the light and was afraid to do so. Um, so besides being a medium, I also am an end-of-life doula, which means I hold over and you know when they're ready to pass away. So it's kind of the same thing. It's the same spirit needs to go to the light or to their God source, if you will. And so that's what I did for that little spirit, um, as I helped him. So you, I mean, when it, when he when it passed over, I mean, you can you feel it? Is it? Is it? I mean, I, can, is there a way to explain, or is it just um, something you're just so used to? And I, I am pretty used to it. It's, it's when is he's, it peace. It's peace. Yes, that's a good way to put it. When he's crossing over, I'm, I don't recall if you were in the room or not, um, Dwayne, but I had the ball of light in my hands, and then once he crossed through, you know, the heat from my hands dissipated, and then. You know, I just knew he was gone. And then, of course, the lights, the lights, um, the flashlights didn't go off anymore. They, everything was still and quiet. So. I mean, when I heard about it after it was over, that was the coolest part of the evening. I mean, we were it there. Was it was pretty cool. I mean, it's entertainment. You know, it was kind of an entertaining evening. Yeah. We had dinner and do this in the end. But to hear that, yeah. that there was some, I don't know, closure for, for someone. Yes. That's exactly. really cool i mean it's just i don't know how else to explain it, it i mean was i was pretty cool and in very i'm very impressed too that to think about that there's a a four-year-old spirit that is now settled and and calm exactly. and with its parents or, or right. wherever it is now but it's at peace whether it's with its god or whatever but exactly. that was the the neatest thing and I he thought. was afraid because he he didn't listen he he didn't listen to his parents when they said don't go to the pond right. it was frozen and you know, and he drowned, and then the dad drowned trying to save him. Right. So he felt guilty and didn't didn't want to be punished, but he missed them. So to be able to bring them back together as a family was really nice. Right. That that like yeah. I said, that for me that was the most amazing thing of the evening yeah. of all the of all it the was, strange things that happened. That was that was neat. And there's always strange things that happen. Yeah. So are you looking forward to coming back to the Rust and Nail Speakeasy Cellar? I am. I am. So we're, we decided we're going to do an all-nighter there. We are. And, and Jeff actually said he would be part of it. So. You're going to stay, too? Yeah. It's not, well, he's got he's to, to see Ruben run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you all going to stay? Yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. That'll be fun. They're saying yes. That'll be nice. Yes. Oh, that'll be nice. You might get to see Ruben run. No, that's why I'm coming. That's why I'm coming. Yeah, I'm the door. You guys remember the show growing up, Run Joe Run? I mean, run Ruben Run. We we're like, just knock me down and roll me, guys. Well, if you watch the video of ours at the Mount Holland House in Metamorph, she got All a little right. startled and ran down the stairs at that one. Wow. It, wow. it was quite humorous. Well, it's all good. It's all good, though. I tell yes. you what. We obviously enjoyed it. You know, we went to Matamore to do the uh, Masonic Lodge, which was a treat for me, obviously, right. for reasons left unspoken. But it was um, eye-opening as well. So I got to talk to Charlie. So I, there you go. It was pretty interesting. There was a spirit in the upstairs when we were up there, and mm-hmm. wasn't nothing responding. And my wife was holding the what's the one word? The words the. 
And the, uh, we were using an EVP. EVP. <laughs> and she heard the word Charlie. And I just said, Charlie, is that you? Because it was nothing was happening. And the light came on. And the light came on. And then on. it started responding to wow. me asking questions. Awesome. And we got it down to there was yeah. some conflict is why he hadn't passed on. Yep. And that's kind of where it ended. Things got quieter. And then yeah. we ended up there. So that, that is what I want yes, to see. Charlie and his wife. That's yeah. why I'm doing the overnighter. Because I want to see Ruben talking to... <laughs> talking to Ben. There won't be much talking. It'll be Ruben going, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> Make sure you wear some Depends that night. <laughs> Double diaper me, boys. <laughs> going in. <laughs> Just uh, saying. Uh, All right. So, so uh, <laughs> there's that bowl again, oh. Ruben. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. So we're going to take a short break here. Yeah. And when we come back... You know, doing a podcast, we get to have, you know, we have all kind of listeners. Some of them leave comments. They leave comments like, the moon landing was total bullshit, which... (laughs) Somebody's brain thinks the same way that mine does. Or they leave a comment like, well, since you have heavy listeners in Australia, do you think the Australian women love your accent? I'm sure they do. I think so. So we're going to get him up here after we come back. I'm Alan Stinger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, our guest, Tina West, and you're listening to Cross the Line, 1524. Picking up here with our friend, a little chief, who is one of our listeners. You know, unfortunately, when you're doing live shows, uh, sometimes you have some technical difficulties. So the first part of our uh, little interview with little chief didn't come through, but this is the second part. And a step back, relax and enjoy. So, and it didn't take you long to start posting stuff. Uh, so one of the things you posted was the moon landings total BS. Right. <laughs> so we're, I'm going to put this out there right now. We're going to be doing a podcast in the near future about the moon landing. And I think we're gonna, I guess we're all up for a fictional story. Or what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have opposing views. I can tell you that. So, and your other your other one a couple weeks ago was since the you got heavy listeners in Australia, and we do. Do you think the women think your voice is sexy? Since we have the uh, Appalachian <laughs> accent. accent is yeah. sexy. Yeah. So, so does that not make sense to you? It does. Since Absolutely. We think that, yeah. Because uh, it seems to me you guys are obviously in Oak Island from listening to the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, someone's wife has a, a serious infatuation with someone's voice on Oak Island. <laughs> uh, yeah. it, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know who Gary, that is. It, it wouldn't yeah. be Gary Traven. It, yeah. it, would only, it would only make sense to me that you know that's vice versa. You got somebody in Australia. So, we, so we're thinking the chicks in Australia dig us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they're, they got to listen to your podcast and go, mm-hmm, I need some of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I like the way you think. I do, too. <laughs> and you know, I know he's right. I mean, it's got to be right. right. It's got to be so right. So Australia. So I know you'll be listening when we, when we put this up there. <laughs> Ladies, let us know how what you think about our accent. 
Because you know what? It gets a hell of a lot better than this if we want it to. <laughs> and uh, never know. Maybe we could sneak down to Australia sometime and, and do a podcast with those guys. That would be cool. Hey, that would awesome. be cool. I'd be up for that. Road trip. Road trip. That's yeah, a little or bit something, or no, something that's like that. Airplane Air trip. trip. Air trip. Boat trip. So, what's your favorite podcast that we've done so far? You know, I don't, I'm not sure that I have a favorite. Uh, I like all of them. I've listened to every one of them. Uh, kill some time on the way to and from work. Right. Um, you can call it a pitiful life if you want, uh, but <laughs> I, I kind of find it interesting. Uh, most things that you guys talk about, they're relatable. Right. Um, I told Ruben, I said, it's like sitting around with a lot of friends that uh, you can't speak to. So that's really how it got started. It is. I mean, yeah. we're used to. So we start. I, before COVID, <laughs> I, I've got this big party barn. And we used to have big parties in the barn. At the end of the night, okay. after the 100 people left, holy shit. Oh. Hey, you doing, Mike? <laughs> Happy birthday. Thanks. Happy birthday cake shot. There you Thank go. You. Uh, Thank you, right. sir. So you know what? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's do this. So, uh, Are we the, doing this uh, now? The, uh, we'll do this right now. Crazy Dogs just bought us a birthday shot. And uh, what's it's called it's a happy a, birthday shot? Well, let's describe it since we are not visual. There's a it's a shot with salt on the rim and a lemon on the edge and water. It looks like water. Actually, it's, it's sugar. sugar. It's sugar. It's sugar. So it's, it's sugar. Sugar on the okay, rim. So you got to lick on, the sugar. Sugar on the rim. Do the shot. Drink the drink, and then bite the lemon. Ready? So, all right, let's go. Happy birthday, Rube. Happy birthday, Rube. Damn, that's good. <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit! That, that is, and that is that? that is a birthday shot. No? It's just like birthday. That was cake. a piece of birthday cake. That must be birthday cake vodka. Hey, Doty, sorry. Thank we you. Want another cake. <laughs> For all the people here at Crazy Holy Dogs, you might cow. want to try the birthday shot, Ooh, even if that it's even awesome if it's not hit. your birthday. Yeah, even if it's not your birthday, right. get a birthday so, shot. So, speaking of Crazy wow. Dogs. Please make sure you take care of the bartenders and waitresses. Yes. They're taking care of you tonight, so please take care of them. Holy cow. That was kind of... That That's like an cool. outer body experience. It, it was spooky. <laughs> it's kind of spooky. In a good way. Wow. You could buy a bucket of that. So, Holy cow. That, pr- that would probably be bad. <laughs> just just saying. Sorry, little dog. Little, little, little chief. Little dog. Oh, wow. Little chief. We have a couple more of those. It'll be <laughs> little kitten. It'll be, It'll be little kitten, right? Well, be little kitty. Don't start petting. We're in good shape. <laughs> uh, we're not oh, out of wow. line for that, yeah. just so you know. So, you know, what you just said uh, before we got drunk on that shot is how we all got started. We're, yes. We were used to having... I have big parties at the barn, you know, after the hundred and so people would leave. It would just be us and our wives sitting around the bar, out in the barn, shooting the shit, (laughs) lying, telling all the stories we could think of. And you know what? We do it again the next month. Then the next month. Then we were in here one night and Ruben said, we ought to do a podcast. Your boys were in here agging that on. At least one of them was. Cody. Yeah, they're here yeah. again tonight. Yeah. yeah, so now they're agging all the all the guests on. So <laughs> we ended up doing a podcast. So so later, here we are at the place that it all started. That's pretty cool. And with the guy who made was one of the first people to comment. So yeah. that's little little chief here. So so you asked me about a favorite episode. Yeah, favorite episode. Uh, thinking back, I do actually have a couple of favorites. Uh, it's all about the bees. Yes. Uh, enjoyed that. Yep. Uh, Flash Gordon. Uh, <laughs> no, no, not Flash. Flash, 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 Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. There so you go. for those of you who have not heard this story, oh my gosh. you need to go to our podcast, Cross the Line 1524, 
and go to the Flesh, Flesh oh. Gordon episode. <laughs> Flesh Gordon. Not Flash. Flesh, Flesh Gordon. Flesh. In the Flesh Gordon. So he's not the only one at the table that that has happened to. Oh. Wow. oh. Uh, it was deemed that I was too young to remember. But you did. But I did. <laughs> so what movie was it that you uh, saw? You know, I don't remember the title of it. Uh, did it have robots? Uh, n- no. It was, it I'm was, guessing you just remember boobs jumping uh, up and down. I, I remember some of the human anatomy on the screen, yeah. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> He's got a vocabulary for radio, you know? Yeah, you do. You're yeah. good. Yeah, we <laughs> never get away without picking the poke on the Flesh Gordon. It's like, hey, you're the times. one that brought it up. Hey, it's a fun time, man. Oh, gosh. Any memory. other episodes that stand out? Um, no, you know, the bees I, I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, I enjoy all of them. So I, I, the bees I find interesting. Right. Uh, the rest of them uh, I also find interesting, but they don't. Stand out, stand out. Right, right. Okay. So, is there something that you would like to hear? Does you have anything on your mind that, that would be a great co- uh, topic for us to discuss? You know, I like conspiracy theories. Yep. However, I know that you guys try to keep things non political, and a well, lot of conspiracy theories start turning into a lot of political. Right. Big so, can, yeah. uh, are you a JFK conspiracy theory guy? I'm. I'm pretty well if it's been reported on that conspiracy. Well, I say we do one on JFK because I, I am be too and we'll there's invite a, you over. There's a lot, there's a lot on that one. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, did, did this just this past year, the JFK yeah. files were yeah, released yeah. and there's a trove of information that yeah. has never been, never before been to the public. So. so it doesn't take rocket scientists for a bunch of country boys who know how to shoot a gun to yes. know there's no way one man did no that. No way. No. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're all, well, we consider pretty good with a gun, and yep. uh, we couldn't even come close. There's no way. Impossible. The, what they display on the TV and through their documentaries, it is, it's not virtually impossible. It is totally, totally impossible. impossible. Right. Yes. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. That'd make a good one. Good conversation. I think after the, I mean, we're pretty much lined up to the end of the year, so I think after the first year, next maybe year sometime. we do that, and we'll have you over, and yeah. you can, uh, we'll give you the password to get into the Rust and Nail Speakeasy. There you I, go. Uh, someone's wife already told me what it was. Oh, <laughs> we got a we got a quiet table twelve down. If they're giving out the well, password, they're having cocktails back there. Oh you my know? gosh, <laughs> we're in a public setting and they're giving out the password. So uh, you know, one of the things that. Um, that we have fun with our commercials. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to do a little commercial here, take a break. And this is a new one that you guys haven't heard yet. Oh, geez. Oh, okay. Here we go. You know, it's 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 that time of the year. <laughs> so for our listeners, us, uh, the rest of us, this is almost a, as enjoyable for you because we have no idea what's coming have no until idea what's Alan coming. releases the podcast. So. <laughs> so here's the newest one. Here's Big Bubble again. I'd like to tell you about one of our other services we offer. It's the Big Bubba's Ghost Busting Services. That's right. You might have a wayfaring spirit. Maybe some poltergeist flying around. Maybe just a green slimy ball and you need to get rid of it. Just give us a call. We'll get our pitchforks, our scoop shovels, 
throw the cattle racks on the truck and we'll take care of it for you. We actually just bought some new equipment straight off of eBay. We got us one of them there proton packs along with a mini ecto containment unit. We're not quite sure how to use those yet, but we were told if you have those, you ain't ever afraid of no ghosts. That's right. Give us a call. Big Bubba's Ghost Hunting Services. Big Bubba's Ghost Hunting Services. Not licensed in the United States. Please make sure you sign all the waivers and forms. Good luck. That's right. There ain't nothing like a little Big Bubba for you. How about a Big Bubba double shot? I tell you what. This here's Bubba at Big Bubba's Moving and Storage. Your one-stop shop for all your moving needs. No matter if you got a couch, piano, maybe a dining room table, it don't matter. We can throw it all on a pickup truck. Heck, we've even moved chickens before. Remember, your one-stop shop, Big Bubba's Moving and Storage. You pack it, we'll crack it. So, Ruben, you just moved. Yes, yes, I did. I uh, finished up, moved back home on Thursday evening. Did you hire Big Bubba to do it for you? <laughs> no. Big I, Bubba? I, I, I packed my own stuff. I didn't have much confidence yeah, in Big Bubba. Yeah, Big Bubba. <laughs> you know, he's been a great sponsor of ours, I'll have to say. Yes, yeah. You know, we do have a couple other sponsors. We've got Gage Pace from Top of Sale Hemp, who was here. We've got Joey Singer from... Uh, Lakeside Deer Processing, who could not be here with us. Uh, and then we've had some other guests, and we're going to have one of them on. Uh, Brian Noah's here from Whitewater Publishing, and we're going to have Brian on talk a little bit about the newspaper. Oh, I tell you, what a great time at Crazy Dogs. Uh, part two of the podcast will come out next week. You'll get to hear uh, Brian Noah. Uh, He's the uh, co-owner of Whitewater Publications, as well as Michael Rose, the owner of Crazy Dogs, and our good friend, Tony Roberts, one of the great listeners that we have. I tell you, we'd like to thank all our listeners. Uh, You've made us, you know, one of the fastest rising podcasts in America, quite honestly, uh, and it's been quite a surprise. If you'd like to get in touch with us, feel free to drop us a line and at podcast at crossthelinefifteentwenty-four.com, or you can go to our website www.crossthelinefifteentwenty-four.com and contact us there get on our mailing list you'll get uh, details on our merchandise and uh, you know upcoming podcast on all that great stuff if you would after you listen to our podcast leave us a five-star rating on whatever app you use that just helps the podcast grow it uh it's weird how that all works, but the more five-star ratings, the higher up in the search engines when folks are looking for a podcast. So for Dwayne Bischoff, Ruben Hunt, Jeff Montag, I'm Alan Stanger, and thank you for listening to Cross the Line, 
out the door. <laughs>